Good day, everybody. You are listening to Conversations with Cat Boxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera, and this is episode 20. My mother died November of 2013, a few days before Thanksgiving. Monday, to be exact. Uh, my mom had been in bad shape. As a matter of fact, it was around this time of year, um, early February, where my sisters called me and told me that mom was in really bad shape. Like, her health was sort of declining. They noticed some changes in her mood and, and, and in her mind. And they contacted me and thought that we were going to lose her there and then. I mean, it was literally within a week where everything kind of went just haywire. Uh, so uh, I was planning on going down. I was trying to figure out my uh, travel arrangements. And then my sister said that she's okay, but she really wasn't okay. So... Um, anyways, that year happened to be one of the best years of my life, um, beside that. So it was a really conflicting time. Um, I was in the best health of my life. I was actually in really good spirits. I, um, was in great shape. I did a lot of things. I was very social. Uh, so it was weird. But, I mean, that year was sort of impacted by two deaths in particular, uh, one of my friend, Wendy, who was somewhat unexpected. She actually um, had a heart attack in May and passed away in late August. So it was still unexpected. But, I mean, it was, it was, it was really hard. It was very... It's hard to say it was the best year of my life, seeing it had one of the worst days of my life with my mother's death. But... Um, I'm bringing up uh, this because recently there's been a several there's been several people in my life that have lost uh, their parents, and grief is different all around. The way I dealt with my grief was I stayed to myself for a few days, but I had to take care of some things and anything that really occupied my mind, and a lot of that involved work. I've had friends uh, that worked in new seasons, so of course when I went in. People get really sort of strange. Like, uh, like grief is... Like, it's, it's your fault that your parents did, and they got to deal with your grief. And um, actually, that's sort of how I see it. Um, and I find it amusing because it really is kind of my problem, and people have to deal with it. And I say that... I, I, I say that glib. I don't necessarily mean that that's always the case. But it really is... Um, an issue that everyone's going to deal with differently. And you're going to get the people that are like, oh my goodness, are you okay? Like, um, hi. You know, we're thinking about you. Um, and I took everyone's, uh, you know, I, I accepted everybody's um, reactions graciously because it is really sort of a situation where I, I didn't really want to make anyone uncomfortable and I didn't want to feel that my grief was their problem, if that makes any sense. And I'm, and, and again, I'm, I'm making it sound like, making it more sound more callous than it is, but that's sort of the case with people. You just really want to make sure that you're sensitive. Um, you know, like it, when people lose a parent, it is really hard because you don't know their uh, dynamic. Like, me and my mom got along really well. Uh, see, I'd have to go into the whole history of my mother, and I may do a separate podcast on that. 
And actually, that will just coincide with an art project I have that is called My Mom Taught Me How to Pee. Um, it all goes with my mom podcast that I will tell you later. But um, me and my mom got along really well. But we were more friends the last 15 years that we were together on Earth. But the one thing I could always count on with my mother is a birthday call. Even if I don't speak to her for months, almost a year. I spoke to her several times a year at the least. But my birthday was the one time a year that I always heard from her. So with her death happening after Thanksgiving and my uh, birthday um, fast approaching on December 8th, that was something I wasn't super ready for. The day my mom died was really memorable too. I, it was raining. I walked to the or yeah, I got to the store. I might have walked there even. I don't remember. It, was, it started at nine o'clock. I started at nine o'clock. It was a rare nine to five shift at a grocery store the Monday before Thanksgiving. My sister Leanna called me about ten minutes before I clocked into work and told me that mom's really sick and she's not going to make it and I need to get down there. So I talked to one of my bosses, her, her name's Allison, and she let me know that, um, that she was going to help me find tickets and everything else. So she was on the computer upstairs while I was working because I needed to occupy my mind. And I let everybody know that what would happen. So um, at the time, I let my girlfriend know. My girlfriend had a... Standing date, the lack of a better way of explaining as I explain it, but she had a standing um, hangout with her ex to watch The Walking Dead or something. I don't remember on Monday nights, which I was cool with. We we were we were cool. So you know, I, I, I text her and let her know, and she called me at work, and I talked to her for a minute, and I said, just do your thing. Don't worry about it. I'm just I need to take care of this. And then I worked that day. And then got off at 5 o'clock. I grabbed some eggs, some almond milk, made my way online. I got a phone call from my sister, Leanna. Like, literally 9 to 5. And about 10 after, maybe 5, maybe about 10 after, let's just say. And she called. And crying, she said she's gone. Mom's gone. And I was like, okay, okay. And I uh, told her I loved her and hung up the phone. And I remember walking very vividly, like, it, like I was walking in a military cadence through the frozen aisle to where Ellison and my coworker Zoe were talking by the coffee. Uh, Zoe was filling the coffee bins. And I looked at them and they saw my face and I didn't even know what my face looked like, honestly. Like I didn't really, it was definitely vacant. And they, and they saw something and Ellison asked, what's wrong? And I looked at him and I said, as clearly as possible, my mother died. Then she took me to the back of the break room, gave me a hug, and of course I broke down. And Zoe hugged me. People all around saw what was going on. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so that was the start of this whole not having a parent thing. Um, I went home and I... Like I said, my, uh, my girlfriend at the time had a standing thing, and I texted her, I'm like, hey, listen, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't stop what you're doing. Um, just, 
I'll, I'm going to get a hold of a friend of mine, but my mom died, and I will talk to you later. And I called another, or yeah, I, I called another friend and said, hey, my mom died, and I'd like to hang out with somebody. At that, at that point, it was just sort of like, I just need to talk to somebody. I don't care who it is. Uh, I mean, it's so close, obviously. So anyways, my girlfriend ended up calling me and saying, I'm coming over. I'm coming over. Um, so the one thing that I want to mention is my, uh, my girlfriend had a... My girlfriend lost her father several years before me. And so I... I respected what she ever, ever she had to say, and I'm sure it was going to be poignant. Instead, she brought over some DVDs. They were comedy DVDs. Well, one of them. One of them was R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet. Um, and if you heard that song, it's, there was a video series that accompanied it. IFC actually took it over. They liked it so much. And if he wasn't such a creep, I'd recommend it, but obviously not now. But anyways, the story talks about how things were going on in his life and how people were blaming like basically everyone has skeletons in the closet was the idea of the song but then it gets more ridiculous and ridiculous like there's midgets involved uh white ladies sleeping with black cops and eventually the mafia shows up and then i think um there's a trip to oprah later on i don't know it gets really just out there but I did watch it, and it did take my mind off things. And I was just like, oh, I guess I better keep watching these things. And she had a um, series 1 through 12, and I had to um, watch the rest of them on YouTube, which I did at the time. And again, like I said, I would recommend it, but not now. But uh, anyway, anyways, um, I spoke to friends. I, that week, I was obviously in a fog. But I eventually did, um, you know, I eventually did get out there, and, you know, it, t- it takes a while, though. Uh, time takes, I mean, things happen, little things remind me of my mom. But uh, the way we handle grief is going to be different than others. Like a friend of mine, I'm pretty sure, lost her mom recently, and isn't telling anybody about it because it's private to her. But she still is hinting around heavily that she lost her mom. And she's a full um, in introvert note mode. And I'm respecting that. I mean, just because you lose a parent doesn't make you a... Um, doesn't give you any professional insight to anything. You know, you're not an automatic grief counselor because you've lost a parent. Uh, I still deal with my mom's death on a smaller scale. Um, with little things here and there. I mean, remember when I saw... I was stocking the shelf and I saw a plastic bottle of best food mayonnaise and I would think my mom would um, I don't know if my mom would like this and then that sort of like shook me up a little bit and uh, my dreams I think too are really uh, like a source of uh, anguish more than anything else than anything in the waking world which which is fine my subconscious is definitely grieving a lot harder than me in real life like, I'd have dreams that my mom was dying, and I would not want her to go. I think I'd be even, like, wailing in these dreams, crying and sobbing, like, you know, I don't want to lose you. Or, um, and then I wake up, and of course, my mom's been dead. Other dreams I've had, too, where I'm in one of her older apartments, and it was, like, just a very sad state of things, but she's not there. She's somewhere, but not there. 
And I'm not even sure if I'm looking for her, but I'm kind of stuck in there. Uh, so, yeah, I think my uh, subconscious um, fucks with me more than what real life is. And I love my mom. I mean, we all have issues. Uh, a couple questions that I would like to ask my mom um, when she was still alive that I wouldn't necessarily ask. Um, I didn't want to ask her until my dad passed away because I thought she would live, outlive my dad. But my mom was fairly unhealthy. Uh, she did a lot of... Uh, she smoked a lot. She um, took a lot of pills. My mom was a big drama queen too, so like everything was like a crisis. Uh, a little Mexican lady. And um, I've mentioned it too. There's, um, there is heart stuff in my family. Um, there's blood pressure, high blood pressure, hypertension. Uh, my grandfather had several heart attacks. My mom had several strokes. I lost my aunt Ellis to a stroke. My cousin Eddie died of a heart attack. Uh, the January following my mom's death, so that was another blow to things. But, you know, grief is handled differently, and I, I don't know. I, the best thing to do with people, I guess, is respect, res- respect the privacy. And if someone needs a ear, give it to them. I mean, I don't know. I, like, I have no advice, really. If people want to ask me, I'll give, it to, I'll give, I'll give them the advice that I that I have, I guess. I don't know. At least my, um, what I've been through. But, yeah, grief, we all handle grief differently. And, um, and I'm glad I had the relationship I did with my mom. I think that would be, that'd be something if I didn't. Anyhow, um, now hopefully this is a little insightful. You know, it's, it's, it sounds like a mopey subject, but honestly, look, talking about it it's a little therapeutic to me a little bit even so maybe some give you some uh, insight on the grieving child be it you know uh, I think a, well a young child actually would maybe have more of an issue of it than say a 40 at the time 42 year old man so okay guys uh, till next time um, I'm kind of glad I gapped this one out a little bit I was kind of pumping these out a lot quicker than not so um okay everybody have a great day uh thanks for listening and i will get back to you guys soon all right take care